rescue op, save the dinosaurs from an island that's about to explode. What could go wrong? Minute 28 of Fallen King. Before we get to that, uh, once again, heading over to Wiki to check out uh, the other vehicle in this convoy the Oshkosh um, BA Systems Oshkosh FMTV uh, medium tactical vehicle. Again, something developed around the 2000, uh, two, the 2005 mark. The, the sort of use for these vehicles existed earlier in the uh, 90s as well, but uh, much like the last one, just big. This one uh, delivered from the Austrian BA system, so five ton carrying capacity, mm-hmm. uh, six by six, and then there's about where is it? I think there's about seventeen different variants of this thing as well. So <laughs> uh, smaller <laughs> ones that can carry two and a half ton all the way up to um, ones that have a payload of over ten tons as well. So Ooh, again, a beast. <laughs> well, it would have looked good to have. A stegosaur or a trike or T-Rex in the back of it. True. We did see some behind-the-scenes footage. They had these vehicles in Hawaii for these shots, and uh, some of the others as well we're going to get to in a couple of minutes' time, driving up Jurassic Valley and that. They had the vehicles in Hawaii, so why not use the vehicles to transport some of the sets and props around, and they'll transporting that ruined Explorer we're going to see in a future minute around uh, Choir Ranch as well while they had it over there, so... It was starring in the film, and it was working behind the scenes as well to <laughs> carry stuff around for production. Hey, when you, you when you got it rented, you get the most you can out of it, right? Yeah, yep, exactly. Exactly. The game would have loved to see a trike ram it, or a stegosaur whip it with the tail and see how good, it, how good it holds up to dinosaurs, but alas, we didn't get there, so... No. So, again, there's, um, there's going to be links here in the run sheet for... The Oshkosh on the uh, wiki and the uh, Internet Movie Vehicles database as well. Oh, God! It's about to get a whole lot hotter. Dave, ready to get into minute 28? Yeah. Alright, minute 28. Fallen King opens with the vehicles arriving on Main Street and ends with an unexpected park local coming back. Uh, as we open on minute 26, Owen and Claire look out at the ruined park through the thick glass windows, remembering back to a better time. Uh, we then get another helicopter shot of Main Street itself left in ruin. It seems like they just used this shot from Jurassic World and damaged it up. We get uh, a bit of damage to um, the T-Rex Kingdom. Uh, the trees look the same in the middle, but uh, only now the stadium seating looks like more of a garden terrace with just obviously dust and debris, and then plants have started to grow in those elevated seats. And I suppose the main focus here is the Innovation Centre and the partially collapsed sections of roof. Once again, the vines climbing up the sides, uh, trying to take it back. Other points, uh, the lagoon fence collapsed sections, as we've seen last minute. The Motorsaw uh, pretty much had the entire lagoon to roam free once that fence went down. Mm-hmm. The petting zoo off to the left looks pretty much the same as before. There's not too much overgrowth there, but then the monorail station on the right of the Innovation Centre is looks like the roof's completely collapsed. Uh, this this island's copped a beating since everyone left. We know there was a sort of heavy storm there when 
Mills's team were there to get the Indominus bone. I'm sure there was at least one or two good storms each year that hit this island and uh, damaged it like we see now. Yeah. I was going to say also that I remember when they, uh, the behind-the-scenes were coming out on this movie that they actually built this full set. Of course, not the uh, top of the Innovation Center and all that, but, like, they uh, built, like, the fa- facades of everything and dirtied them all up and stuff. And it's kind of a shame that we didn't get this scene longer than what we did because it looked like a lot of effort went into those sets. Well, and I'll post the photos up on the socials. I remember, because there was two separate ones. There was a set that they built at the airfield where um, Wheatley's camp and everything is here, which um, was, had, was accessible from the beach. I remember people getting in there, and you could see, uh, like, Winston's and all that sort of stuff built there. But I remember there was also the the Trenodon Theatre, IMAX Theatre and that, that was built on the set over with the Lockwood Mansion in Europe, in the UK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and essentially building a ruined building. <laughs> it's, just, it's just weird. You think you make the building, then try and either set some charges and collapse it or whatever else. But the fact that the whole, uh, I'll say awning, but the front of the uh, Turn It On Theatre had collapsed on the ground, that sort of stuff. And we only barely see it in that aerial shot before, in the last minute of them turning on the main street. It's... Um, as you said, like a lot of detail, a lot of work going into rebuilding a destroyed main street for a minute of them driving through it and getting out to have a look at a brachiosaur that comes on at the end of the mm-hmm. minute, in the next minute. <laughs> and unlike the um, one in, or unlike this one, I mean, the one that was done on Pinewood was the one that they used for the opening yes, scene. Yes, yes, that's right. And it was, I mean, they actually went and, um, did went through a lot of that one, you know. Mm. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, they um filmed that a lot more. Inside the vehicle, Owen and Claire look at each other, and uh, Wheatley asks bad memories. Uh, Owen looks to the ceiling. Some were good. I suppose there wouldn't be a lot of bad memories there, apart from that final battle and <laughs> trying to survive. But uh, the vehicles pulled or stop outside of the uh, the former Jurassic Trader gift shop, and we can see a compy scurry away from the toy display. We also get one of the Hasbro Trenosaurs in here, which is just an ugly figure. That's, I don't I don't think there is any worse toy that had ever been brought out for Jurassic Park than that T Rex from Hasbro. And we also get the uh, the Demon Carnotaurus here from Canada too, don't we? Yeah, there's a bunch of different things in here. It's um, it's neat because you got some of the Jurassic World Hasbro toys, I think um, a couple Kenner toys are in there, and then, of course, you got the copy. <laughs> mm. Which, we've always said, where's the super colossal one-to-one scale compy or something? <laughs> oh, I need it. Need it. Don't want to have to pay for prime ones, <laughs> life-size ones, $800 or whatever they are. As the vehicle stop uh, inside, something is heard. Everyone starts looking at the windows as heavy footfalls can be heard. Franklin breaks a smile or breaks the moment by asking, is it the T-Rex? <laughs> so we can see he's got T-Rex on the mind, which we're going to get to yeah. later minutes where whenever something happens, he's thinking T-Rex. And as you're saying uh, previous minute, about the, the Tyrannosaur being the biggest carnivore on this island, he... He knows that, so he's he's always fearing it's going to come, <laughs> come and get him. Um, 
But we get a shot of Zia looking out through the window as the trees sway in the reflection, and she says, I have to see this, and rushes out of the vehicle. Uh, I'm pretty sure Wheatley's men would have just grabbed her and held her down <laughs> if, he, if he'd given, yeah. given her the order, because uh, he just sort of follows her out, going, miss, miss, <laughs> and then tells her it's a, not a secured area as they as Zia runs around the front of the vehicle. And as the minute ends, Zia and Wheatley look up in silence at uh, the source of the noise as those footfalls get louder. But we don't actually see the Brachiosaur until the next minute. So again, not a, not a lot here, just approaching, getting on the main street, and uh, we're going to get that uh, that ooh-ah moment next minute. Mm-hmm. Looking at novel comparisons briefly, Zia sees the Brachiosaur through the window and yells as a Brachiosaurus right through those trees. As everyone looks at the massive... Animal Wheatley comments uh, that are not all so friendly, remember. And Clarino, Owen, Lock Eyes, they remembered. So, But this one's friendly. This is a friendly Brachiosaur. Yeah. It's not the Indominus. <laughs> My friend, the Brachiosaurus. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I do kind of like the movie version better, though, because it keeps that element of surprise going, you know? Mm. You don't know what it is until it walks up. Well, especially when you hear the heavy footfalls, it doesn't... It's weird. It, it's still, you just get that constant pounding. You can't determine whether it's a theropod, whether it's... You'd wonder if the Brachiosaur would sound the same when it's walking down a, um, a formerly concrete or asphalted road. But, yeah, we don't know what it is. We don't see what it is. We only see the, the reflection of the trees moving through Zia's window. So it's not until we get that, that uh, classic... Uh, Colin foot coming down and not so much for jump stare this time <laughs> to uh, to reveal what the animal is next minute but that's uh, that's going to be next week so Dave how about we get out of here for the week and uh, we're back next week for minute 29 alright sounds good